Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Soul Talk. This is your host, Katie. And your co-host, Brooklyn. We hope y'all are having a great day, whatever y'all are up to. We hope that Soul Talk can just bring inspiration, encouragement to your day. If you're new here, Soul Talk is all about intentional conversations where we can really encourage each other in our faith. And so we're just so happy to have you. Yeah, so today we figured, well, first off, if you haven't listened to the last episode, go back, take a listen. It's um, an episode we did over summer goals and all that fun stuff. We did mention we're going to start a psalm a day as a community. So if you're new, please join in with us. It'll be so much fun to just dive into the word together and yeah, to see what the spirit illuminates for us and teaches us. God's word has that amazing ability to just shine light in our hearts and open our mind to receiving more of him and changing and renewing our mind. So I'm just excited to see what he teaches all of us in that. And to do it together is even more fun because I'm like, who knows what he's going to speak to each of us, you know? So follow along on Instagram. Our Instagram is at Soul Talk Podcast with two T's. And that's where we're going to be doing the Psalms today. Yeah, so I'm super excited about that. And something that kind of stuck out to me today, it's not the first Psalm, but I figured I would share one scripture from Psalm 93, 5. And it says, Lord, your testimonies are completely reliable. Holiness is the beauty of your house for all the days to come. And I'm like, oh, I love that one. (laughs) That's where like the Psalms is so beautiful. It's like these beautiful songs and poems written to God. And so I I love that one. What, What stands out to you in that verse? Honestly, I want to just talk about all of it because it's The testimony, the testimony of the Lord is reliable. It's that word reliable. And I think that, I mean, it just kind of stems in my heart of that constant stability and that the certainty and that God's word is true. It's unchangeable. I think that just comforts me so much. Even the emphasis on holiness is the beauty of your house for all the days to come. And I just think of God's eternal reign. One day we will have an eternal home. We are going to be in the house of the Lord. And I think that kingdom mindset, it honestly excites me because I feel like that does bless my mind with optimism and encouragement of we have something to look forward to and it's reliable and -hmm. it's God's word. It's God's promises to us. And that brings life and life more abundantly down here on earth. I love that so much. And that's what the scripture does for us. It realigns us and reminds us of what God's vision is. And I love that so much. And it actually reminded me, would you mind if I share a scripture that it reminded me of? Go for it. We love scripture on this episode. We really do. (laughs) You know, one thing about us, we're going to be quoting some scripture. Mm -hmm. It actually reminded me of this scripture that I read yesterday. And it said in Hebrews 4, verse 12, It says, for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. And it goes on to say that it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. And it reminds us that nothing is hidden from God's sight. Something about that gives me so much comfort of even though God sees everything. He sees all of our heart, all of our intentions, all of the motives, and even the attitudes it talks about. He sees all of it and he still is chasing after us and he still loves us and he still is moving and is active and alive. And it reminded me of that scripture in Hebrews. And that's what's so cool is the Bible is so consistent. Yeah, We can read something in Psalms. 
and it be completely consistent with something in Hebrews. Yeah. At the very end of the book. You know what I thought about? The Psalm scripture, it blesses us with what to look forward to. And it reminds us that is something that we can constantly renew our mind on and think about. And then your scripture that you just read, in essence, it's another portion of being present in today and acknowledging that as we're on our journey home, which home is in the house of the Lord, it's like we have the realization that we have to continuously be aware of our hearts and our mind and of the sin nature that is still present in our lives while we're trekking our way home. God is so gracious to not only give us hope for a beautiful present, but an eternal future, but he also gives us hope through the scripture and wisdom through the scripture to recognize the sin within ourselves and to recognize that our perfect savior is faithful to do the work in us, but also allows us to even see that sin to begin with and to be able to even exercise things like repentance and truly walking in the exercises of trusting the Lord with all of our lives. And that's like every detail of our lives. And it's interesting is that you just read that and my Bible happens to be open to Psalms 19, 12 through 14. And it says, cleanse me from my hidden faults. Moreover, keep your servant from willful sins. Do not let them rule over me. Then I will be innocent and cleansed from blatant rebellion. May the word of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you. Lord, my rock and my redeemer. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's good. You can just keep going. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, these Psalms, you guys, and Hebrew, all of it. <laughs> that's what I love is it speaks straight to our heart and it points back to how good God is. Like, he's so good. There's so much to learn about him and there's so much to fix our eyes on. Yeah. All of the goodness is right there and we get to read about it and we get to meditate on the scripture. I just love that. I do too. And I love that it says, cleanse me of my hidden faults. There is this awareness of our known sins that we see and we perceive on a regular basis where we can actively be fighting against that, fighting the flesh, fighting the culture of whatever it is that's dangling in front of us, but fighting the good fight and choosing Christ. But then there's this other part where he says there's hidden parts of ourselves and it says cleanse me from those hidden faults and God is faithful to cleanse you from those hidden faults but the thing I notice about that is there's something about humility in that statement cleanse me from the hidden faults as in there's stuff that I know I don't know about myself that are deep-rooted sin and it's like Lord I don't know what they are but you do it's almost this position of gosh, like I want to be pleasing in your sight, Lord. Like I want to live in that freedom, in that goodness of what it's like to walk that walk, to walk in the true righteousness of Christ and to just experience that kind of purity. And that can only come from God in us and in Christ helping us to surrender those parts, to be washed and renewed in those areas that desperately need him. And furthering on from that, I love that it says, then I will be innocent and cleansed from blatant rebellion. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, my rock and my redeemer. And it all points back to our need of Christ. We need him for this entire walk. And I think that's the exciting part about it is that when we're in a relationship with Jesus, we know there's nothing we're going to miss out in the sense of a father who loves and loves in all ways, whether it be to give us guidance, whether it be to discipline us, to make sure we're on the right path, whether it's counsel, whether it's him speaking wisdom into our 
unexperienced parts of our mind or heart or soul, like the areas of life we find ourselves in, like he's a perfect counselor, but he's our faithful Lord. Like he is our redeemer and he sees us and he wants us to be made in his likeness. He wants us to walk in the purity of the bride. I just think about that as like a bride wears white, a beautiful white pure gown. When he looks at us, he's doing that work in us as we're making our way home. We're going to be spotless on the day that Christ returns because of his work in us. And that's his faithfulness, not ours. (laughs) Because any kind of good that we have or that's produced in us, any kind of quote unquote faithfulness we see in ourselves, that's God's grace in us working and moving on his behalf and on our behalf. Yeah. And I think that's just like a really beautiful thing is when we stop and realize even this conversation we're having, it's the grace of God. It's the goodness of Christ who's illuminating his own name and saying, beloveds, I love you. I call you to something more bigger, more glorious than you could ever imagine. And it all points back to me and how much I love you guys enough to call you to myself and say, I want you to experience this and be a part of it. And I just think it goes so much deeper than that. We're not even scratching the surface, but I just, I don't know. I just really, I really love that. I like that it says, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you. And it goes back to that, like you talking earlier about the meditation. Yeah, It's like, I think it's something that he's reminding us, meditate on what I say, meditate on me. You will experience that beauty that we read through scripture. And it's something to cling to as we're like imagining going home and being in that house with the Lord and every day up until that point, getting to experience the abundance of life with him as our focal point. I love everything that you just shared. And it's so beautiful, the hope and the love and the peace that we gain from drawing near to the perfect father. The thing that I kept thinking about as we were talking is fix your eyes on Jesus. Fix your eyes on him who gives us everything that we need. Because I don't know about you, like every day it is a challenge and it is a choice to fix my eyes back onto Jesus. And that's the thing is like we are here to not only share about what God's putting on our hearts, but we're also, we want to be refocusing on who Jesus is. And that's the whole point of Soul Talk. That's why we reference so many scriptures because it points back to him and it points back to his love, his grace. And in that, who we are supposed to be and who we are called. Even today, we posted on our Instagram the first Psalms. And that's where God is instructing us to live in the way of righteousness. And I love how in the Psalms, everything is this beautiful analogy and this beautiful metaphor of what that looks like. And when it's describing the life of righteousness, it's talking about being a tree planted by streams of water And it goes on to say that the Lord watches over the righteous. And so it just reminds me that whenever we plant ourselves in him, we are overcome with peace and we're overcome with just the provision that God has for us. Absolutely. And it's so incredible. And so I love this conversation already. It's so good to just reflect on what God's teaching us individually and even as the soul talk Yeah. And if you haven't read Psalm 1, I would highly recommend reading that because I feel like it's such a beautiful and sobering passage in the best way because it gives examples of the follower of Christ and that of the one who rebels and turns from it. And I think that it's so powerful because it's a reminder that God 
is the way of life, you guys. Like he brings life and life more abundantly. And it's not about what we can receive, but it's about who he is and what is good, what is pure, what is the whole purpose of our existence. Like God is eternal. God is going to be the one who reigns forever and ever. It's done. It's complete. And to know that and to walk in that intimate walk with him, it's a relationship with Jesus. We begin to see that. And that's like the beautiful thing about you who is listening, whether you are new to faith or whether you've been walking with Jesus, you will see or you have seen the faithfulness of Jesus and the truth to who he says he is through the scripture and through your own relationship with him. And we would be insane to not completely be radically changed and live a life of voicing to those, whether they're lost or even new in their faith, we're never going to graduate from the gospel. And so it's that constant state of seeking the truth, rejoicing in the faithfulness of God and sharing that with those to our left and to our right and to our own hearts and being reminded that the way of life is that way in which we see in Psalm 1 following Jesus. And the scriptures we are even reading is like keeping the hope and the truth to just rejoice in. I say that because I love that it highlights the two paths because again, it's that reminder that God gives us of, look, there's going to be distractions in this world. There's going to be things, you know, poking and prodding at your flesh, whether it be your own natural sin that you're having to combat or whether it be the enemy or the culture, whatever it is that we discuss on a regular basis on this podcast because it's so prevalent in our lives. And that's just the fact, like we're going to be combating things until we don't have to, until we're home. And so it's just that reminder that there's nothing new under the sun. We're all experiencing the same things and we've just got to cling to the truth and rejoice in the promises we have and rejoice in the freedom when Christ reveals more of himself to us through the spirit and through our relationship with him. And truth truly does bring freedom. And I think that with wisdom, with like coming to learn and grow in something that he's highlighted in the scriptures or in our life, with wisdom comes freedom. It allows us to walk in that faithfulness, to walk in that confidence more and more as time unravels. Though our lenses grow in the sense of being able to see things that we didn't before, so does our capacity and our maturity to be able to respond to those things. And that maturity is the grace of God and the wisdom of his truth. And so I just think it's exciting. But a scripture that kind of stood out to me too, I think we could talk about is through Romans, which kind of correlates to what we were talking about. Brooke, do you want to read the first one? Yeah. So in Romans 6, verse 17 through 18, it definitely goes along with what we're talking about. It says, Thank God that although you used to be slaves of sin, you obeyed from the heart that pattern of teaching you were transferred to. And having been liberated from sin, you became enslaved to righteousness. That alone, even right there, it talks about we used to be slaves to sin, to our own sin, to the sin that we were born into. We were liberated and now we're enslaved to righteousness. Yeah. Whenever we experience that, it is true freedom. Whenever we let go of our old ways and our old sin that we used to walk in and we were so faithful to that sin, you know, like there's so many times I look back and I'm like, how was I so faithful to like living in my own sin? And now I look at my life and I'm like, I want to be faithful to righteousness. I want to walk in the ways that God calls me to. What we're talking about is how to do that. And it's through meditating on the word and it's through allowing his spirit to set us free, even from ourselves. Because that's the thing, like we get to be enslaved to righteousness. Like that's a joy. 
And that's a freedom that we receive. And that's only through Jesus. Something I envisioned when you read that was the past. When I was enslaved to my own sin, I was dead in my sins, not even aware of the lifelessness of what I was doing. By the grace of God, being born again through the Spirit, I became alive in Christ. And I was no longer a slave to that sin. I was now a slave to Christ, like we're reading in the scripture. Honestly, we could all envision this, where we are in shackles to whatever it is, and it's just, it's miserable. Imagine being in like a prison cell and just being shackled to the wall into a dark dungeon. That is what it's like without Christ. And even if we don't realize it, and it's not until that moment until our soul is reborn and we see Christ for the first time and we're like, oh my goodness. And instead of being enslaved in the way of like imprisonment, like we were to our sin, I imagine that enslavement to righteousness is him holding on to our hand and not letting go of our hand. <laughs> it not being like the shackle, but instead yeah. him holding on to our hand and in his faithfulness, not letting us go. Yeah. And so I see ourselves alive and smiling and rejoicing and we have found life and it is in Christ and he's holding on to us because he has called us to himself. I just, I'm like, oh gosh, the weight of sin is so freaking weighty. <laughs> like it yeah. sucks, you know, <laughs> it is, it's heavy, but being enslaved to Christ, it's so abundant and beautiful and life-giving. And I just see us skipping and being joyful in the light of the fact that we have been saved and we have been loved and we've been called by someone who is everything to us. He is our Lord and he created us. And through Jesus, we were reconciled back to him. And it's like that faithfulness of like, wow, like we are so undeserving of this, but God is so loving and rich in mercy that he loved us and gave his son for us and then called us to himself through this pure sacrifice of a son who lived a perfect and holy life, our savior, Jesus. And it's like, wow, that's how much his love goes so deep that we can't even fully fathom that kind of love. But we've been offered that and we're given that hand to walk in obedience, to renew our mind on the scriptures, to walk in light of the gospel and to share that with all those around us for the hope that we now have in Christ and that we've experienced through Christ. And I just love that scripture so much. I do too. And just the freedom and just the feeling of being light in his presence. And that I love that picture of like, him holding our hand, like, why would we let go? It's the most perfect relationship we'll ever have. So you kind of have to ask yourselves, like, why would I let go of that? Why would I give that up for a alternative that is counterfeit? That's yeah. not the true thing. That's not the real thing. It's just, it's good to ask yourselves that. Like, yeah. what am I holding on to? Like, what am I giving myself over to and enslaving myself to? Is it time spent in faithfulness in righteousness or is it time spent holding on to the past holding on to hurt holding on to sin and unforgiveness like yeah it's pretty clear when we start to look you know inside of ourselves it goes back to that scripture from the beginning of there's hidden parts in us and there's some places that we have to surrender to god yeah. we might not even notice in the moment that we're clinging so hard to sin or to the past. Whenever we're having these conversations, we have to look inwardly and ask God, search my heart, know my heart. The encouragement in that is he sees everything. There's nothing that's hidden from him. The encouragement that I always cling to is we are fully known by God, but we're still fully loved. 
-hmm. in the midst of all of the brokenness, in the midst of all the darkness, he still loves us. That's where like, hold on to him. He's the one who loved you. He's the one who chose you first. And Katie, your favorite scripture. Oh, yeah. My favorite one that I use all the time. It's one of the first ones he like spoke to me was John 15, 16. It says, you did not choose me, but I chose you. I appointed you that you should go out and produce fruit and that your fruit should remain so that whatever you ask the father in my name, he will give you. And what really spoke to me in that scripture was the very first line. You did not choose me. I chose you. And I think that one just, oh, it just pierces my heart in the best way. And that's where when we are struggling to be faithful and we're struggling in our own strength to choose him, we can go back to that scripture of, you did not choose me. I chose you. That is like so powerful. Yeah. Even that in itself, that little sinful part of our hearts of thinking that we can do anything in our own strength. And God's just like, I'm faithful. Like I'm the faithful one. I think it's a beautiful thing because he points out his faithfulness. It was never us, you guys. Like he called us to himself. And following that, it's the, I appointed you. So he called us to himself and he's appointed us. He has a plan for our lives and it's to go out and bear fruit. So whatever it is, it's going to remain. And that fruit comes from the spirit of God. It comes from him moving in our midst, being faithful, truly awakening our hearts and drawing us close to him. And you guys, we get to be a part of that. We get to partner with Jesus. And it's not that he needs us. It's not that God needs us. It's that he loves us and he calls us his own. And so it's a calling and it's beautiful. And I don't know about you, that gets me really excited. Like it makes me want to draw near to him. I'm like, wow, like it lets me off the hook. I don't have to be everything and more. Like I don't have to be the perfect one because he is the perfect one. And that's where whenever I spend time with him, it's fixing my eyes on him. Yeah. Not fixing my eyes back on myself of what I didn't do or what I should have done or what, you know, something that I wasn't perfect in. Like it's all that focus back on Jesus. And even in like my journal time, I'll I'll even kind of see the difference of like times where I'm focused in on me. Yeah. And then I'm like, wait, I gotta switch my focus back onto Jesus. And that's where things completely change. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It just crossed my mind and it was kind of a silly thought, but I just envision us as children growing in every stepping stone of age and grade of whatever it is that we're learning and growing in. And I just imagine having the same teacher and that teacher being perfect and it being Jesus. And every stage we're getting to raise our hand and ask questions. We're getting to have a teacher that comes alongside of us and point out where we need help where we need correction and the good jobs of well done. This is exactly, you know, how I taught you and you're doing it. Like, I'm proud of you. It just reminds me that he's just faithful in all those little areas, no matter how old we are, no matter what grade per se we're in. I get, I would say the depth of study in the scriptures, like we start somewhere and it all starts with Christ and each stepping stone, he's there to teach us and grow us and to be the teacher and the shepherd of our soul. And I think that that's just exciting is the faithfulness of God is that he who began the work is going to see it through to completion. And we have that promise. And so I don't know, it encourages me to stay in the scriptures, to stay in that abiding relationship with him and to rejoice in the fact that like God is faithful and he's the perfect everything, the perfect teacher. 
So we're just really hoping that this little episode could be just the encouragement of the promises that we have in Christ and that renewing our mind on that, keeping that kingdom perspective. Every morning we wake up and every night we lay down and rest our head is that we are covered by the love of Christ and every moment is a moment that we can live in abiding relationship with him and to love those to our left and right, even just to have a hope for the future, which I think is just such a beautiful thing. And we find that through scripture in our walk with him. And we find that even in relationship with each other. That is the blessing of sisters and brothers in Christ is that God is called to himself his own people. And in that, we get to walk this race together and encourage each other along the way. And I just love that. And so maybe we can just end off with our soul scripture. You want to do yeah. that? And it's going to be John 15, 9 through 11. As the father has loved me, I have also loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remained in his love. I have spoken these things to you so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. And I love how he says that, like our joy will be complete because we have him. It's just the encouragement of every day, let's wake up and spend time with him. Like every day, let's walk in that intimate relationship with him and truly experience the abundance of life walking in step every that we've been giving because it's a blessing and it's a blessing yeah i love that soul scripture and it does remind us to fix our eyes on jesus like he has everything that we need and as we go this week follow along on our soul talk instagram we are really excited to just read through the psalms together we want to hear from you whatever stands out to you whatever verses god is using and is speaking to you let us know. We're so excited to do this together. And as you go through your week, just know that you have a Soul Talk community who has your back, who loves you, and who wants to see you live in all of the things that God has for you. So we love you guys. And just reach out to us if there's anything that we can do to support you. Stay tuned for our next episode. Yeah, we hope you have a lovely week. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram, Soul Talk Podcast with two T's. And stay connected, you guys. We cannot wait to hear from you.